What's up, everybody? Welcome back. I'm here with my brother from another mutter, mutter, mutter. Jacob the Killer, kill, burn. Got a fight coming up, don't you? Yeah, bro. Finally, Less than two weeks, like twelve days. Twelve days. Yeah. Who is this? Uh, who's this cat you're fighting? Oh, I haven't man. watched him. I was talking to Lance the other day. He said he watched him. Uh, I haven't watched him. You were in person. You were talking to him in person. Yeah, I yeah, went to the he, gym. I think. <laughs> I think he watches. Uh, I think he watched him more than I did. I watched his last fight, which was like a, was like a pro title fight, um, mm. and it went the distance. Uh, he's like, probably as far as like dynamic strikers, he's the he's um, the most dynamic. And I don't mean like Israel Adesanya. Like he wants to be Israel Adesanya. He's fourteen and seven, mm. so he's. Uh, you know, he's got 14 pro wins. He's over over 20 fights. Um, mm. He's won a couple of, of pro titles. He, uh, he he's he's at lightweight though, uh, so I'm going up. He's six foot tall. Um, he's uh, I think he's primarily a southpaw, but he switches a lot. Um, he, his yeah. nickname is the Human Highlight Reel, which whatever. Uh, he's famous for this spinning elbow knockout that he did in a uh -huh. fight that he was like losing, I think. Yeah. So he's got uh, one, like one big highlight, and uh, he named yeah, himself I mean, after that. I don't know where the human highlight reel thing comes from. I think he just uh, does. Uh, I think it's like that because he'll like go from uh, a head kick to a spin back kick to one mm -hmm. of those upward elbows. Like he'll. Mm -hmm. um, it, it, there's those guys that do like 85 punch combinations on the mitts. Mm -hmm. It's that guy, except he'll do it in the fight too. So I just he keeps his hands really low. Uh, there's a bunch of opportunity, I think, for me to, I mean, just take his soul. Um, <laughs> so we'll see. Uh, what? How? So, like, with fighting, I know like how I feel about it. And when you know me, like, I was never gonna, I was never really gonna try to do it professionally. I just, it's like a, it's like a calling. I, I think it's like one of the more natural things in life. How 100%. do you? How do you? What would you say like the reason take out like career and professionalism and all that stuff like what what do you what would you say the main reason is that you or most people like you and I especially people that have done like 100 fights and shit like that yeah. like how do you what what do you think their reasoning is Well this is like, you called it a a calling yeah. but then like we can I, I whenever I had this conversation with people I say it's like one of the most primitive. Yeah, it's so natural to everybody, and and people can act like, oh no, I I don't like to fight or whatever. But let me hit your cat or scratch your car or um, you know, whatever. Like yeah. there's there's Throw always circumstances where everybody will fight. It, it may be harder to get some people to that point, but like for me, not everybody likes ping pong. Not everybody can appreciate mm -hmm. sewing or coding or whatever. But mm -hmm. there's there's there is everybody like under no circumstances are you ever going to interest get me interested in uh like um painting i'm not mm -hmm. a painter right. uh but but everybody <laughs> under the right circumstances is going to fight they have to fight um, yeah, yeah even i mean like it could be out of anger it could be out of self-defense it could be out of uh whatever uh it's so 
but there's two types of people. There's the type of people that, like, say, would watch a fight or, or uh, watch a fight on TV, and they would be like, oh, gosh, I don't think I could ever do that. Or there's the people that are like, man, that looks fun. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what it is about me, um, but I've just always, like, I was like eight. Um, mm-hmm. And it's just always been the only thing on my mind, um, the only thing that I that I'm like, I feel like I have any talent at. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not an, an athletic person uh, per se. Like I'm, I'm never the fastest runner, highest jumper. I just uh, same. You use, that, you use that word calling, and like that's it's just something about combat. You know, I always want to wrestle with my dad or with my friends. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the, the, nothing more fun than putting on the pair of boxing gloves when you're a kid and punching each other. That mm-hmm. was way more fun to me than. Uh, playing army or See, something we, we never yeah, got know. to do that like dylan and i would always be like we would always try to mimic a, a movie or a show and like get in the yard and, and mess around and of course play fight or whatever but like we'd always get scolded for it a lot of times because we lose our temper and it might get violent but my thing is is like so you know what i'm saying like if, if it gets escalated and like someone's angry about it why it that it's fighting like and I just feel like had we been groomed to a, be allowed to pursue that, I would have gotten into it way earlier. Um, like that. Even the sports side out of it, like mm-hmm. uh, M- MMA or, or boxing or what, even like modern sports, like football and stuff, everything, Josh Barnett says this, everything's watered down versions of war. Yep. And, and I believe this is like biblical, particularly guys. Um, men are, are, are warriors from birth. That was something that I think that God instilled in, into the man was to right. uh, to go and defend the land, to defend the family, to defend himself. Uh, and I mean, little boys from the time they're you know can can walk and talk and pick up things and, and grasp ideas, they're picking up sticks that are mm-hmm. shaped like swords or guns or what. And they just they fighting is like something that's always on their mind. Um, so when we can organize that, make it safer. And and then do it as a profession. There are just certain people on the planet that are like, you mean this thing that I've always wanted to do since I was a little boy yeah. out in the yard? I can do it. Yeah, it's so like cool. it's like sex, dude. Like it's 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 the same. I mean, obviously you don't do it as much. You won't fight to the death or simulate fighting to the death like you would have as much sex. Oh, I thought you were saying sex. Like you yeah. don't do that as much. Yeah, and uh, it's like it's like. I don't know. Like you said, it, especially in males, it's it's very even in females, it's it's an underlying ancestral reason to do it. I, I don't know about you. I get oh, I think every single time that I've fought, I've I've cried walking to the because I don't you know I get that's why I lost too. I get too calm, but I'm so calm because I'm. I'm like crying. I'm emotional about it. I'm like excited because I don't. I feel like an ancestral calling oh, to it, and every one of my ancestors at some point fought, whether they fought for their life or fought for their land. You know, all of us. It's since we began, we fought, and I feel like it's being sucked out of us. But yeah, if I didn't, I don't watch football, basketball, any of that. If I didn't fight, I would still be drawn to watching it because yeah, some about it. It's like. Um... It's one of the few things that that we can still do that mm. doesn't doesn't require or use 
um, technology is mm-hmm. is the only thing that would change it is taking removing the gloves. Yeah, because some technology and the padding and the stitching and all that. But just even even like fighting with swords and stuff before people knew how to forge steel, they hit each other or mm-hmm. they threw rocks at each other. And if there's no rock to throw, you throw your fist. Yep. Um, but like you know, NASCAR is it's got in all the engines and whatnot. Um, all of the uh, all of the other sports, there's so many. Um, they require balls. You know, yeah, like yeah, it's it's yeah. just um, it requires nothing. It's just the human body, and it's so. Uh, and and there is almost like a, for me, it's the, when you get so like fatigued, mm-hmm. uh, there's like a primal like I'm going to die. Um, I have to. It, there's yes. almost a spiritual experience yeah. to it, particularly after the fight. It's um. You, you, uh, I don't know. It's like you're conquering yourself. You're, uh, you're, you're fighting your, your inner, whatever you want to call it. But, uh, yeah, bro, it's an experience that most people. So what, uh, what, um, so the UFC, do you think, you think Dana White, do you think the fighters, I don't, I haven't, you've looked at the contracts, but I've heard about, there was a recent story that girl, uh, I forgot her name. She got that performance of the night. It's 50K. Changed her life. I yeah. mean, that, that would change a lot of people's lives. I mean, not really change your life, but really help you out financially. She was crying. Uh, and people were, I guess people got all over the internet and started losing their shit because they thought that fighters got paid a lot more. And I've yeah. never, I don't think I'd ever heard of her. But I think she had been in the UFC for like five or six fights. And she's struggling yeah, for, for money like that. Yeah. So what are like for... Do you, do you think that they need to restructure... I mean, they're, they're a business. And I guess they're with that public group now. They had a, a spec um, release. I forgot their ticker on in the stock market. But uh, do you think they should... You think fighters, I guess, yourself being one, do you think they should be paid more to do it? I guess that, it's a flat a, question. That's a tough, like, selfishly, I, I say yes, mm-hmm. um, because it's it's difficult, and there's a lot on the line, and, and we're, we're not paid for anything leading up to it. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and even, like, some people, like, in other sports, get paid to do practice games, and to be like other but we, we it's we just we have to fight to get paid uh and then there's the other side of the fence of the people who are the firefighters and the cops and the nurses and and all the mm-hmm. stuff that makes the world run jobs like you do that uh like stuff that is actually helping society mm-hmm. and we're entertainment and they're going really you got all these people that are like saving the world and you make more than them and you're still complaining about pay. Mm-hmm. Now I don't make more than those people, but yeah. there are, there are people in this, in the fight game that are getting paid hundreds of thousands of dollars every time they compete and they're complaining about money. So I don't, I don't know if the raisin pay is necessary, but there definitely needs to be a, uh, and I'm not taking a socialist approach, but but there, it needs to be more spread out across the board. We're all doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. If you're on a three-fight win streak and I'm on a two-fight losing streak, we're still doing the same activity in the same company, and the level yeah. of dif- difficulty is the same. So the fact that you have more fans, um, I mean, that's, I don't know. Uh, 
it's um it, it's it's very heavily skewed for and i mean it, it it is a business so i get it but it's it's so heavily skewed for who who makes the pay-per-views who brings in the tickets which rightfully so that's their business but it just seems like for a company like the ufc that brings in and has these crazy ass partnerships and sponsorships it seems like the ten thousand dollars to show or whatever is the the flat uh yeah. or the, the first contract starting pay. Yeah, yeah like that that is like come on man and when like, that's what people don't understand like they're like well you got paid you know if you win this twenty thousand dollars that's yeah. that's a lot of money and it's but like you, okay you train well, for months yeah. And that not only that, what people a lot of people don't realize is you know like you're you're paying gym dues leading up to that you're mm-hmm. you're probably using supplements or getting massages or whatever like so that that's money that's investment so I I just take all of that out of my purse or like here I'm at American Top Team in Florida they they require five percent mm-hmm. I'm with a management group and the management group is the one that's getting me these UFC opportunities yeah. these NFL opportunities they require twenty percent. Um, you have uh, coaches and stuff that you that take time out of their schedule that that schedule off work to fly out and do and so you you need to pay them something you get to set money aside for taxes because it's not automatically taken out like mm-hmm. other jobs forty five percent of your money's gone instantly yeah. um so it's people don't consider that and fighters forget that I I, I learned that lesson when tax time came around mm-hmm. um I <laughs> I was used to being an instructor. And having my money taken out, yeah. and I always have money back on taxes. And uh, I this year was completely self-employed, yeah. <laughs> and uh, I figured that out real fast because I still owe the Uncle Sam quite a bit of money. Yeah. But I will say about Dana, what what people don't like the here's the thing with the UFC, like you know we'll find out with PFL. I signed with them, but like some of these other promotions outside of your fight, so you haven't fought in three months, and you mm-hmm. need to go to the doctor. You're on your own under the UFC because they're so big because they have so much money. I have had to do that while I was under contract with the UFC, even though I hadn't hadn't fought in six months. I, I was able to to contact them and say, "Hey, I have this, this, and this going on," and they would pay for doctor's visits and mm-hmm. stuff. Um, Dana, ever after both of my fights, like three months later, sent me a bonus mm-hmm. and just said, "Hey, we appreciate you. Thanks for being on the card." Uh, you put on a good fight, whatever, and, and sent me a couple grand, like stuff like that, that that goes under the radar. And fighters will be mad about pay, and they'll be emotional, and they'll post something on Twitter, mm-hmm. and then a month later they'll get it, they'll get a bonus check, and they're like, "Oh man, I shouldn't." Have. So, um, do, you, do you think it should be more s- structured for like, you know how like NFL, NBA players, like they get yearly contracts, and I know like, yeah, the the risk for that is signing a fighter and he doesn't train, and then. You have to pay him for three years, whatever you pay him, no matter what he does. Uh, I I guess so. Like structurally, doing doing that, it carries a lot more risk. But I just, man, it would be so much better for the fighters, even if it's not like big money. Just say, hey, no matter what, we're gonna sign you for, you know, a year for yeah. fifty fifty thousand dollars, and any fights that you do will pay more on top of that. I don't yeah, know well, how like they do the bigger fighters, but I just feel like that. I don't know that way when you're when you are needing to go to the doctor since they're not going to cover that. Unlike NFL has team doctors and shit. Right. Um, when you need to go to the doctor or need to, you know, 
pay rent or do whatever, you have income steady. So you're able that, to do that. That is so unheard of, but that makes perfect yeah. sense. Like it, that is one, uh, as far as people not training or whatever, you have no control over that anyway. But just like with, uh, you know, I was in the USADA testing pool. We had to check in and we had an app. They had to know where we were at every day. They had to know for how long we were going to be there. We, I mean, it was like a lot of work checking in. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be at the gym for two hours this morning. Uh, okay, where I'm going to be out of town this weekend. You, you had to check in on the app. And if they showed up to test you, they can show up to test you any day at any time. And you weren't where your phone says that you were supposed to be. You got a violation. And they could do that with training. If if they wanted to, they're going to go, hey, we're paying you for your services, not not just your fighting, but but because you have a job. Mm-hmm. Um, you have to uh, – they could have some kind of an app where you check in at the gym, and they could send people, representatives, once a month to pop in at the gym. And, mm-hmm. hey, you were supposed to be at wrestling this morning, and, and that's what – according to the schedule you've sent us. Um, and what – I mean that would be – and then that would – take some of the fun out of it because fighters like their freedom. Mm. Um, but, but it would be something. And then another, like uh, a, a mutual friend of ours, Jonathan Ivy, he, he, he won't train unless he has a fight book right. because yeah. he says it's like working for free. Now I understand the mindset of wanting to get better and stuff, but there's something to be said with, you mean, I don't know when I'm going to get paid. Mm-hmm. I have nothing on on paper. You know, it would even be different if you had a multi-fight deal. But, um, yeah, like all these other sports, they have incentive to go to practice mm-hmm. and be better and all that because they're getting paid. Uh, you know, and that's why, like, even like John Jones, there's been weekends. That, I mean, I think when he when he fought Shogun for the title, he he only trained like two weeks for that fight, which mm-hmm. is crazy. But uh, you know, it's just tough for dudes to get amped up to want to go do work do really yeah. hard work when you're not getting paid particularly like dudes on the regional level that are trying to make it to the big level mm-hmm. they're working other jobs and they're going and then yeah. they're paying money at a gym to go work mm-hmm. hard it's the mindset the, of, that's why the again, sponsors are, are big that that's like that's like a practice a squad guy for like a football team that's never going to see like field time he's still yeah. getting paid to show up to practice now and he don't he don't have to find sponsors or anything like that. There's nothing yeah. like that in yeah. fighting. Um, and y'all are you're, you're I mean I know you have coaches and stuff, but you're really just a one man team. You think that they could, you know, right. instead of paying penny, it's not pennies, but like instead of paying ten thousand dollars for a fight, you could have more of a drawn out income. For, it ain't got to be a year, but like hey, we're gonna try to sign you to three fights, but for six months you have this. If you commit to us, don't take another fight, don't sign yeah. another contract. Take, you know, just be on call for us and take these fights in the next six months or year. Well, and the and the fact that like so often it happened to me. I tried to get booked for like four months and mm-hmm. they just kept saying, Well, there's nothing open. Whatever. <laughs> like what what about that? When a dude's under contract, he's wanting badly to work and you're mm-hmm. like we just don't have anything open. We're gonna try to get you on the card in March. He's like, "Well, I I have bills. I can't wait till March right. to fight." Like, um, there should be. Some, that's freaking genius. Um, there needs to be something like that uh, because uh, you know. Do yeah, they? Uh, do, and it, we'll switch topics on it. But do they? Uh, are they forcing y'all to? T- I imagine Dana isn't. But the, what, were, vaccinations? the vaccinations, yeah. Uh, 
No, nothing's came up like that. I had to go get. I had to go get a. Uh, but here, here, here comes the conspiracy. I, I, I had to go get a test. Um, <clears throat> two days ago, you have to, you have to get one ten days out to prove that you're negative for COVID before they will fly you. Well, it's for me the fights in Hollywood, which is like forty five minutes away, but. Um, before they're going to bring you to the host hotel, mm-hmm. you got to get there like five days before the event, quarantine there, do all your training and your weight cutting and stuff at the hotel. You can bring one corner, and then your other two corners can show up the day of the fight. They just can't be around you. They have to meet at the venue. But you got you and the other corner got to go get tested 10 days out. Mm-hmm. Mine came back negative, That that, but the doctor like was like, have you been vaccinated? And I said, oh, no. And he's like, well, you really need to. And like, he like almost wasn't going to let me leave the, the office. Like yeah. I was standing in front of the door and I was, I was like, I'm, well, I'm not getting it today. And he, he was like, uh, well, you really should. It's crazy out there. And I almost was like, we'll move out of the way. Quit trying to block me in yeah. this room. But it's creepy. Um, a guy, Jason Knight, that was supposed to be fighting a former dude that I fought Bobby Moffat on the same card. And he, and, and Jason trains with me at ATT. He's on his way driving back to Mississippi right now because mm-hmm. his test came back negative. He's not sick at all, bro. I've mm-hmm. I've been around him all week. I mean, we trained together. It came I back came positive. Back, it came back. Sorry, it came back positive. Mine you. came back negative. His yeah. came back positive. Yeah. So now he's his fights off when he's like, "Dude, I'm healthy," and I'm like, "I know. I've been around you all week. How do I not have it?" And uh, <laughs> and a, another friend of mine, Danny Sabatella, was supposed to fight in Bellator last week. Mm-hmm. His tests came back positive, and he's like, "What the heck? I'm not sick. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. perfectly fine." And uh, you you can turn right around and go get another test that shows that it's negative, mm-hmm. but it doesn't matter if you even had one positive. One, yeah. They can't risk it. Yeah. I think they're going to start tainting the tests somehow, so it's positive. And uh, they're gonna push some conspiracy of you know, almost like The Walking Dead, like everybody yeah. carries it now, yeah. and you have to get vaccinated because everybody's a carrier. Um, I, don't I never know thought that, of that. That's a good. That's a good point. It could. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, it's it's getting to that point where like I can literally think of like twenty people that I know mm-hmm. firsthand that are fighters that are healthy that have tested, and I understand that you can be asymptomatic, and you know, I, I'm sure there's cases like that. But how many healthy people are going to get told you're sick, mm-hmm. and and it ruins their paydays and stuff like that? Uh, yeah. So no, nobody's made me be vaccinated, um, and I, you know I don't know what I would do when it came to feeding my family and stuff. I hope I'm not put in that position, but I'm not exactly jumping in line to go get some experimental government drugs. And and this is the thing about the COVID vaccine: like people get touchy about it. I, I saw people almost fight in the lobby the other day about it. <laughs> if I want to go get a flu. It's so stupid. If I want to go get a flu shot yeah. or a tetanus shot, I go in and ask for the flu shot. They don't yeah. go, would you like the Fizner? Would you like the Johnson & Johnson? Would you yeah. like the Moderna? Do you need the booster? Do you mm-hmm. – bro, you, why is there so many different shots and why is it up to me to do some research? Because they haven't Because they haven't finalized and, and approved it and, and got – say, say this is the one. You yeah. don't know which one works. Yep. It's so stupid, bro. And don't I, leave it to – Oh. Rachel, Rachel is kind of on the fence about it. Her sister works in the medical field. She got it. Uh, and I know a lot of people that have gotten it that are, it, what's crazy is, is it's became so political. The getting the flu what? shot, getting the flu shot has never been, Hey, you got your shot. You're left leaning. Oh, you didn't get your shot. 
you're conservative. Like it's just a medical <laughs> choice. But this one, right. for some reason, this one, and Gordon can pull up the data. I've been looking at the data probably every other day because they update it multiple times right. a day at the CDC. And when I hear the argument to get the vaccine, I never hear anyone. I have yet. I try. I have yet to see someone say, get the vaccine because here's the numbers. It's always some guy on social media, some doctor, some nurse yeah. saying, saying our That's beds true. are full or, you know, this or that. And I'm like, okay, that, that sucks. People get sick and that sucks. I'm sorry. But I never say, Hey, I never hear, Hey, 13% of the people are, are dying. You know, I, I never hear data, but the COVID data, I, uh, I've looked at it a million times and I'd like to look at the update stuff, but they have, um, like for kids and the masking of kids. My example for this is like, they say vaccinate your, or not vaccinate your kid, mask your kids or vaccinate yourself to protect your neighbor. That's how they're selling it. Right. Protect your neighbor. So like Rachel's like, you know, I want to protect my neighbor. And you know, I said, you can do what you want. You're an American, do what you want. But if you want to protect your neighbor, next time you see someone in a pool swimming without floaties, you better bring them some. Yeah. You know, yeah. you, you can't assume, you know, that they can swim. You just, you better go save them. Next time right. it's raining, you better go buy an umbrella and pet and give it to everybody that you see out in the rain. Well, if you're yeah. going to protect your neighbor, like I don't, it's a medical choice. It always has so been. It's the logic of, yeah, take the mask and the virus out of the situation, but use the, the, and I know analogies break down at some point. Nothing's completely comparable, but mm -hmm. take a car and a seatbelt. If I want to protect my neighbor, me putting my seatbelt yeah. on doesn't protect my neighbor. I go, I go, tell that dude roll your window down, put your seatbelt on. Not, mm -hmm. I'm going to put my seatbelt on because I don't want. If we crash, you know, and take it virus stuff like you know, I'm wearing my mask or I got my vaccine to help me from getting sick. Mm -hmm. um, and if we come in contact, uh, how have what I done to protect myself? help this dude um mm -hmm. i i can still have the virus all over i can still have the particles all over my body right. and let's say the vaccine works well as my then my immune system is is ready to fight it and i'm not going to get sick by it but i can still have the germs on my on my fingertips and on my clothes like that's so stupid mm -hmm. the 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 virus doesn't or the vaccine or the masks or whatever it doesn't make you a walking bottle of hand sanitizer yes. Uh, you know, the vaccine is supposed to help your immune system yeah. be ready to fight it, but you can still have the, the particles on exactly. your fingers. And you so, can, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's it doesn't stop you from getting anything. It helps you. Yeah. It helps you be prepared to fight it. If you do, it's not a, it's not a magical shield. And that's, and again, neither you nor I or our medical professionals and YouTube or Spotify might, you know, take this shit down if enough people were to report it. But I'm just talking about the data. Gordon, you linked uh, to 3.7 <clears throat> mortality rate for infected people in the U.S. That's the Johnson & Johnson. So 36 million cases, 36.6 million cases. The, the stat that I was looking at the other day was uh, the kids. Because it seems to be like a, uh, a desocializing of kids. Make them be more remote, right? If they take oh, yeah. them... If they take them out of school this semester, that's just a, it's a straight fucking attack on, on kids, but desocialize them because what I saw up to, it was like August 7th, 
since the outbreak, so a year and a half, 500 and something kids from zero to 12, you might be able to find this, Gordon, zero to 12 had, had died. 60, right. 63 didn't have underlying conditions. Interesting. So only, so less than 100, and that's 63 too many, man. That sucks. But yeah, like it's, but you're going to mask. And that dude got on the other day and said, uh, you're, you're more like the kids are more likely to die from a falling object, such as a tree or something from the ceiling. But you don't see me putting my kid in a football helmet every day. Like, I just, right. I don't, I don't, I still don't. And I've looked at the data and there's no, it's not even close to being to the point where I'll change my mind on it. But again, it's up yeah. to everybody and their choice. You don't see me saying, hey, don't get vaccinated, you know? Well, nah, and here's the thing. Like, I don't get it. Pretend the masks work. Like, mm. You got the N95 respirators or the normal surgical masks or mm. the cloth masks or the people that wear the gas mask for the yeah. hat, like whatever. Bandanas, that's uh, what I do. If we if we figured out like which mask works the the best, mm-hmm. and then we figure out which vaccine works the best or whatever, it's only going to be effective to the point where like you know either everybody does it or nobody does it. Mm-hmm. But some people doing it, it doesn't work. Um, you can't have the mindset of well, it's just up to you. Like. But then here's the problem we run into. If they go, hey, we're going to enforce. Everybody has to wear a mask. Everybody has to distance. Everybody has to have a vaccine. Mm-hmm. Um, you're going to get people stand up just over the simple fact of if I want to die, let me die. Yep. And you can't make people do stuff like that. But the only way any of that stuff is going to be effective is if you make everybody do it right. across the board. And if you and, can't and do that's that. just like um, if it had a hundred percent mortality rate and people wanted to not die, take it. Like if I had a chance, if I go out, if I get it, I'm gonna die. Like that's still my choice. So there's gonna be somebody out of principle that that, and and that's particularly, um, you know, America where we're not used to having dictators that Mm -hmm. you know. I mean, whether people want to admit it or not, our media is controlled, our food is our our food manipulated, all that, but not to the level of like a North Korea or Soviet Russia or something like that. So the the problem is. Let's assume the masks and the vaccine and all the science and stuff is true. It's only going to be effective if everybody does it, but mm-hmm. not everybody's going to get on board simply out of principle of you can't tell me what to do because yep. it's a free country. And just based on that premise, you got to step back and go, well, then let's just quit fighting a losing battle and and move on to something else. And as far mm-hmm. as it being political, like what's so funny is, you know, you said like uh, vaccinated apparently means you're left or whatever. Mm-hmm. All the the left wing politicians a couple months ago were talking about don't take the vaccine, yeah. don't because because they were um, at, at that time the the current president was Donald Trump and he was pushing for uh, tr- trying to get a vaccine out and they were saying well we can't trust it but but now that somebody different is in office they're telling you to do it. What's so funny is that um, even the political stuff like. If you just pulled some of those people aside and showed them some sound bites, mm-hmm. they would be floored at you know. Wait a second, these this people, this guy that's telling you to get a vaccine, or even the mask stuff. Like you know, everybody loves Dr. Fauci. He's gone back and forth a thousand times. That his yep. emails were leaked, all that stuff. Like 
do we wear masks or do we not? So it's, I don't know, man. It's crazy. So, it is. It's, and I don't, yeah. I, like I said, I, most people, and like that, that dude who's in Nashville, he got up and just started spitting out data and it, and it was all CDC data. And I looked at it, I, so I referenced and I recalled, I was like, this is all fact, but it just seems like, and I, I don't want to make it left or right. Cause like we don't, you, you nor I really don't care to make it that way. It's, yeah. it's your choice to do what you want and do what's best for you. Like I said, Rachel might want to get it. I told her, I was like, do it. Like I, it's up to the individual. Now the, uh, it just, you, you it just seems it. like people say, follow the science. It just seems like people, more people who are arguing against getting the vaccine, because there's the breakthrough cases too. Like people still get COVID if they get the vaccine. So what's the point? Uh, but they're like, well, it just helps. Like, yeah, it just well, helps. Okay, that's fine. But it, the breakthrough cases and uh, getting it, that's just, that's part of life, man. And I, I don't, you know, we lost, as you know, we lost someone really close to us. Right. It, with it. And that's life you can't yeah god yeah it's a sensitive topic to us and our whole family but it's still not gonna make me nor her nor anyone you know change our mind like we're we we look at it and we're gonna make the most informed decision that we can that's the way it should be Uh, if if i didn't have if i listened to just the the media yeah if i'd listened to just the media and listened to just what people say i'd have done got it I don't right. I don't yeah, got yeah, it. Yeah. If I just listen to doctors and like these people that they're seeing in and all these people, all these social media is pushing forward, I'd have done had it. But I, I, right. I look at that and I'm like, man, that's scary. That sounds really bad. Let's see what the data says. Oh, zero point zero 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 four percent chance of dying at my age. Yeah. I'm f I don't want to. Because I don't know what the vaccine's gonna do to me twenty years from now. So why do yeah, I Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You uh <sighs> You know, you talk about wanting to make the most informed decision for your family. We're not in a position where we can do that yet. Mm-hmm. Um, you can't. You, no one's you an expert on it. A good, yeah. You, I mean, I mean, gosh, they're still figuring out the virus, bro. Mm-hmm. Um, they, we don't even know where it came from for sure. Yeah. Uh, now there's variants out there and stuff like, oh, you didn't, you didn't even have the first one under control. Now you're, and again, like you know, you can't take the position of it doesn't exist people have died from it, uh, people that we know, but, um, there still is a whole lot more that's got to get, uh, figured out about it. Um, for sure. Yeah. Um, This is the bad thing is like the majority of everybody is somewhere in the middle trying to figure it out. There's the people that are, um, you know, there's the people that, uh, watch the, watch the news or whatever. And they're pro, they're like telling everybody if you don't get vaccinated or wear your mask, then you're killing people. You're a murderer. And then you got the other people that like, you know, post TikTok videos of them licking toilets. Yeah. Just out of principle of I'm going to, you know, but the majority of the people aren't those far ends of the spectrum. We're yeah. somewhere in the middle going like, well, of course I don't want to get sick, but is it really necessary for me to do all this stuff right. and, and fighting for some level of normalcy? Like just, I just want to have my life not be that much affected. Uh, you know, and it, it, it shouldn't be. Um, the citizens journal, the, the CDC said the fully vaccinated Americans are super, are super spreaders carrying the deadly variants. And that's possibly why the variants were created because the vaccine gosh. isn't, it, it, 
when the virus, I've heard of this. Again, not a doctor, not medical advice, but I've heard if you are vaccinated and the virus still gets to play with you, that is what makes it change because it, its job is to survive. So yeah. it's adapting. If it's not, if you get it and there's a vaccine, it, it will alter and make these variants like that. That makes sense to me. Um, well, and here's another, like, I, I heard somebody recommend it the other day. Uh, when, when you go get a flu shot, you, you know you, that you're getting it so that you don't get the flu. But what the flu shot does is it hits your immune system. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it, no, like, a, like doing a hard leg workout it mm-hmm. really hits your legs and it, it, it makes them grow stronger. But for that day or two after the workout, you're like, man, my legs are feeling it. Mm-hmm. That, that's the design of, of these vaccines uh, is to, it puts stuff in your system, like just enough of it. It's the same with like, you know, people get cancer treatment and stuff. That, that's mm-hmm. unfortunately like most of our medical stuff we gotta we gotta make you a little bit sick to to help make your, your body, body better. Yeah, but but there are there are doctors out there that when people test positive, they're telling them you need to go get the vaccine. Well, you get the shot today, so you're sick, and we're gonna make you more sick. Mm-hmm. That I mean, in my opinion, uh, that's gonna kill people. Yeah. Um, if 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 you want to go get a, a vaccination because you think it's going to help you fight a virus off, do it when your immune system is ready for that shot. Mm-hmm. Don't do it when it's already compromised. This um, this person that we lost, I don't, and I, don't, I won't want to give too much detail, but she she was sick, feeling sick. They she went to a doctor appointment that she had scheduled anyway, and he said, "Oh, have you had your flu shot yet?" She's already visibly sick. Mm already coughing fever visibly sick injects her with the flu vaccine so she's fighting covid before they test her yeah and she's fighting covid and the flu at the same time my play my play is if they mandate vaccinations they can change hipaa hipaa law i'm sure but the first amendment i'll play it on religion it's not against my religious beliefs to do that and I think that that play will keep me employed. It'll For a keep while. me keep me safe until they change that amendment. I mean, I feel like that's the play. Yeah, and, if, and if even that like that, there's nothing stopping them from doing from changing that amendment. It's yeah. not. I mean, it, I don't know if you listen to Joe Rogan. Like he's a super big advocate of of reviewing some of that stuff. Yeah. Uh, and the more people push for that, like you know, I don't know. Um, I think we're safe for a while, but yeah, maybe like the when our children are our age, like who knows what the state of the world's going to be. Um, Definitely scary. For, like, the government controlling you and stuff. I don't. I don't like, like the propaganda. <laughs> I don't. I don't like the propaganda, and I don't. Uh, it, it, it's pretty freaking crazy. So let's get on the topic of religion. So for people Ooh. who don't know, um. I'll kind of put my my stuff out there. Jacob and I have have debated many times on uh, different topics. Jacob, I, I want to ask you because Gordon and I were talking about this the other day. What is? And I'm not I'm not being I'm not being and we won't get heated. You and I have done this a million times, but I'm not being petty. What is your religion? Your your name? Of the religion oh, no. you came of the thirty-seven thousand claim of the thirty-seven thousand 
variations of Christianity? Which one's right and why is yours right? Uh, well, they're all wrong, but... Uh, <laughs> God, um, that's it. Uh, it's over. I, I, I was raised as a, um, a Protestant, uh, Southern Baptist Christian. Um, I wouldn't identify as, uh, as any of that stuff today. Not, not a single, not a single, uh, term of that, um, the Protestant Reformation. I mean, I, there was a, a protest against the Catholic church and some of its, uh, doctrines and dogmas, uh, Martin Luther nailed the 95 thesis on the door of the Catholic Church and um, started a, a big movement. This actually happened even before the, uh, the King James Bible existed. People don't realize there's four English Bibles before the King James Bible. But uh, anyways, um, a lot of the things that they reformed and were protesting mm. that the Catholic Church believed in, and then they started advocating for this, I think they're both wrong. Um, so, oh, I don't know what I would classify myself as. I would be probably a a reformed uh preterist carite messianic follower of the way. Okay. <laughs> That's what I would call it. So, uh yeah, man, I just uh there there is a god. And I believe yeah. that the, the true God is the God of the Hebrew Bible. I believe that those scriptures are the written word of God. I believe that the word of God and the written word of God are not the same thing, and that the written word of God testifies to that fact. Um, I believe that we can um, come to saving knowledge of uh, Jesus and, uh, and be in relationship with the true God. Um, through the hearing and the, the learning and the understanding of those written uh, scriptures. Mm -hmm. um, but a lot of people have throughout time and still do today, use them to manipulate and control um, people, control their minds, con control women, uh, control, um, you, you know, uh, they start cults, they, they, you know, and they break out a, a bunch of stuff, uh, it's it's a, they use it to abuse people more than to uplift people, um, and I've probably been guilty of that at some point. But uh, I would even go so far as to to say like, uh, yes, I am a follower of Christ, but I'm not a Christian, mm -hmm. because e even the word Christian, um, it, it it's original term. It's a derogatory term. It was an insult. Right. Um, it's, not, it's not something that that the followers of Jesus in the first century called themselves. It was something that, that their enemies were calling them. Um, it's not an identity that they ever even um, took hold of. Mm -hmm. So the, the fact that, you know, it, it's just, I find it funny that people are like, wait a minute, you believe in the Bible, you believe Jesus is the Son of God, that's that's where your faith is, but you're not a Christian. I'm like, correct. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, I'm, I'm like, that's Christianity. Like, I like a religion uh, like Buddhism or Islam. It's, yeah. it's, that's all it is. I like that quote. It says, uh, Jesus wasn't a Christian. Absolutely. Neither was, neither, nor was any of his followers. Yeah, neither, neither the followers. And like right after <laughs> Jesus, like there wasn't, that's not what it was. Like you said, and I have read that it was derogatory and it was what they were called. It's, it wasn't. And the Christian Bible wasn't written by any Christians. Yeah. Yeah. 
like it's so for me i've never been i'm non-denominational but it's i do believe in god i believe in a supreme power and i i can't what i'm still on and I'm, i've tried i've looked i don't i think our god i believe i believe our god is bigger this is what, where we will debate. I believe he's bigger, and you tell me why I'm wrong. He's bigger than to have a son here, or any previous sons, like other religions and older, older uh, cultures talk about son, a son of God. Uh, I think he's way bigger than to give a shit. Okay. Uh, <laughs> what do you... Uh... What do you think it means, uh, and or what does it mean to you when you hear the term "son of God"? Because this is something that probably the majority of Christians don't understand at all okay. what the biblical doctrine of "son of God" is. What do, what does it mean to you when you hear "son of God" or Jesus was the son of God or that um, you know uh, Horus was a son yeah. of God? Like what? what I think do you they were. Think? I think they were mystics that gave their people a bunch of drugs and psychedelics and wines. But what does it mean to be? God, what Special. do you think that? Okay, I think so, I think that I think Michael Jordan is the son of God in basketball. So this is this is where son of God is, or the sons of God uh, in Hebrew. It's uh, Ben A Elohim, uh, Ben A Elohim, yeah. and it. Uh, this is the biblical story that most Christians don't know. Before there was an earth. And before humanity existed, God existed with his heavenly family. The the true God, the God of the Hebrew scriptures that I that I believe and testify to to be the true God, mm-hmm. is a family God. He doesn't need anybody. He has no existence or no purpose, no no need for anybody else or anything. He is above and before and in and outside and through everything. Mm-hmm. But he is such a loving amazing god that he wants to share his glory with other beings so before earth before humans there were sentient spiritual beings that existed in another realm uh and these scripture refers to as the sons of god now uh, people will call them angels Mm -hmm. the word angel malak in hebrew or angelos in greek just means messenger and there are times when heavenly beings come to earth in the form of a human with a message. That's when the word is used, angel. But but the the heavenly beings, the the family of God, the host of heaven, uh, the the all of the the armies of heaven, the throne guardians, the the sons of God that sing over creation. All of all of this God's heavenly family. They're not technically angels, but they are sons of God. They are something that God chose to create. A family, so that he could um, share himself with them. Essentially, uh, it, it, it that's that's what it is. And then God says, uh, "This is a huge, huge, huge. Probably one of the like most across the board misunderstood scriptures. And it's from the first freaking book of the mm-hmm. Bible. God begins creating uh, the earth." And he begins to create humanity. Genesis chapter 1. I want to say it's verse 27. It might not be, but I think it's Genesis 127. God says, let us make man in our image. And Mm -hmm. people have always just assumed that that's 
that's God speaking to mm-hmm. the Father, or that's God, that's God the Father speaking to the Son and the Holy Spirit, saying, hey, we're going to go make mankind like ourselves. God is speaking to his divine counsel. The, uh, his other, which Psalm 82, Deuteronomy 32, the Old Testament scriptures talk about this counsel of God's. Mm-hmm that is in the heavens that 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 the one true god resides over and when we understand that this god this hebrew word elohim just means um literally like a sentient heavenly being this is god talking to the other gods which is his spiritual family that he's created and he says we're going to go make them like us they're going to have a dynamic like we have we're going to go make a family on earth and doesn't doesn't that sound like I can't say Trump on here. <laughs> what? It'll be gone. Doesn't that sound like Joe Biden sitting in a spaceship with a few people and saying we need to turn these monkeys into us and make them look like us? Um, no. I, well, I don't think so. Uh, e- even the beings, when God says us, <clears throat> uh, he's not assuming that those beings are like him. They're nothing like him. Scripture says there's none like him. Okay. There's none beside him. Uh, he he he, there, he doesn't <clears throat> he doesn't even know of any other god. Um, so it breaks down between how how the word is used. Mm-hmm. But uh, he creates Adam. Adam is actually just Hebrew Adam for man. So here here's another. I'm probably going to get my head bit off by all of the Christians in the world. I don't think that you can make a dogmatic case for Genesis 1-1 being the creation of the physical earth, the cosmos. Um, the he, Adam is not a person. It's, it's Hebrew for man, human. Um, but so he made, God, so he made multiple at the same time. Like well, when everybody? God, when God creates man and female, man and woman, the scripture doesn't call him Adam. It doesn't call him Adam until the next chapter. So you could make a case for God creates humanity. And then at some point in time, he takes a man named Adam and puts him in this garden mm-hmm. and he gives him a wife and he, and he gives him, you know, and, and scholars have recognized that the garden is just a shadow of the temple. And Adam was kind of like a high priest and it, it's everything is ultimately picturing Jesus and his church. But nonetheless, God gives Adam this title, son of God, because he was created by the hand of God. That, that's what that title means, is that you were created uh, through the hand of God and there was no human seed required. Okay. Um, so the heavenly host, we'll call them angels, even though that's not correct terminology. The angels weren't created by human seed. They were created by God. Adam was not created by human seed. He was created by God. Now, Eve, as the story goes in the scripture, God used Adam's rib and and chose to make Eve from his flesh. So Eve DNA. was not called yeah. Eve was not called son of God because she she came from Adam. She was met like she was human. Adam came Adam came from God. Same with Christ. Uh Jesus Mary was um, conceived by the Holy Spirit, which God is a spirit. The Holy Spirit is just another way of saying God. Mary became pregnant, not by the seed of Joseph, but by God himself. Thus, 
Jesus bears the title Son of God because there was no human um, seed DNA. There was no, they didn't, God was his creator. God was his mm -hmm. father. Um, Jesus had a brother, James. James had a a, a dad that wait, had, wait, 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 wait. You lost me. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Jesus had a brother? Yeah. He writes a book in the Bible. But James. it's, but it's, it's Joseph's. It's his Yeah, it would technically be his half Okay. Because uh, Joseph, as much as was his dad, was not his biological dad because Jesus doesn't have a biological dad. Um, so it's his half-brother, I guess. But Jesus bears the title Son of God like Adam because he was created by God, not by human seed. Um, anyways, uh, so there's that's a, what... There's a, there's a scripture in the Bible. So uh, Genesis 3.8, Gordon put it in here. He said, And they heard the sound of the Lord walking in the garden in the cool of the day and adam and his wife hid themselves from the presence of the lord god among yeah. the trees of the garden why is he walking do you know who that is who that's jesus it says lord god it's it's well what it what it says in the hebrew would be um yod -Heh -Vav -Heh, which is which is the hebrew characters it would say yahweh elohim mm -hmm. um or maybe elohenu depending on the the rendering of the word but uh um, that's, that's God manifested in a physical body because he's walking in the garden and scripture teaches that God manifested in a physical body is Jesus. So that's Jesus walking in the garden. Um, and, and scripture teaches us in the new Testament that Jesus is the one who created the world. Um, okay. he, he, he is simply a, um, physical manifestation of the invisible god um so yeah but what would you ask why were they hiding or why was he walking I, that answers the question of why he was walking and that makes yeah he, sense because to he, me. he'd manifest yeah, and, and so why would they hide that was the beauty of um eden and mm -hmm. and scholars disagree on whether genesis is to be taken literal or it's to be taken figurative if it's to be taken literal the Garden of Eden was the touchdown point between heaven and earth, and where the the heavenly beings in the spiritual realm could cross over and come be amongst men, mm -hmm. and and God Himself came and walked amongst men in the garden, and then when they sinned, um, essentially the worlds were separate again, and uh, and that and that is part of the curse. And other scholars have taken the opinion that. Um, it is more of a language speaking of their relationship and uh, that it, it wasn't this magical place where everybody crossed over that we can't find on the map today. But Eden is more of a um, descriptive, uh, uh, symbolic way of discussing close covenant relationship with God. And it was almost at a euphoric state of heaven and earth touching, but it's not literal. Um, I can go either way on it, but, uh, so, yeah. Do, so has God created more life outside of us? Outside humans? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Humans weren't the first, uh, beings created. No. Okay. <laughs> what, what was, <laughs> um, the 
heavenly beings, the, the beings angels. That we, uh, if you want to call them that, but uh, you know, in Hebrew, they are referred to as gods. Um, they are referred <laughs> to as sons of God. They are. Um, they're not like us, and they're not like God. They are something completely of, in their own class. Um, and and within them, there's a bunch of different classes of of them, and 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 there there could be more than what scripture teaches us about uh but but i would always say that if scripture doesn't touch on that area it's not important for us but uh yeah uh i mean you can you can get that from the bible any which See, way you try now, humans weren't the first <clears throat> beings now i take again that, that, again it don't it makes sense my my whole battle with all of this you know believe in god know that there is a god i i take it more of a scientific approach my whole my whole thing has always been like why can't both why can't science and god exist and why can't history be told and religion be understood as more of a misunderstood technology at the time why can't angels the watcher the the you said the first huh? not not the watchers the uh the uh another another race the angels the divine beings whatever why can't they be the anunnaki that they that pre-culture talks about these stories that are in the bible are <clears throat> for a fact a lot of them from other cultures and other religious texts that are older than said bible of whatever version of whatever iteration or remix that we're reading today why can't and th those stories talk of a more physical, demanding, like walking through a garden, being or beings that created us that were superior to us? Multiple. We worshiped them. We bowed to them, and we 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 learned this idea of a god through them. Why can't that be true, Jacob? Why can't it be true? Well, Why does it have uh, to be mystical and magical and, you know what I'm saying? I Did I say anything that was mystical or magical? It seems so, like when, when you say a person is conceived without seed, that sounds medical. We do it today. We can do it today. We can make a baby without a man. Okay? It sounds yeah. medical. All this, so like... But, but at the time, we'd be like, oh, this is so magical and mystical, and let's write stories about it. It sounds today so amazingly technologically advanced to, to where the point we could do it. We could go create us on a planet. We could, okay. alter, we could alter the DNA to where it can survive on this planet. We can. We just got to get there. So yeah, why, can. why can't it's, that be true? Well, are are you hinting at the fact that the um, virgin birth was actually a, a result of a technological? Why I'm not I'm saying why not, or the first oh. men, the first humans? Why not? Uh, well, I would say why not to that? I guess historically, we documented we know it was a pre scientific era, uh, so it wouldn't have been. Uh, but for us. But, yeah. Uh, well, part of it comes back to uh, 
that that's this is the story that the scriptures present and 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 I have the faith to believe that that is the way it is mm-hmm. uh so at some level uh even with martial arts you can prove to me not prove to me you can you can come with a, a convincing argument that this technique is better mm-hmm. but if I don't believe it is I'm not going to do it right so uh but nonetheless um as far as the older texts and stuff like that uh the two things one uh, this is presupposing that our dating methods are accurate 100 mm-hmm. percent accurate mm-hmm. uh which we have uh, plenty of cases and documentation where that you we get conflicting results um and, and if you can even get two people uh using the same dating method to come up with a different date it's an inconsistent method. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, you know, we, we can't ever put our foot down and be dogmatic about that in, in the way, in the respect of this date is 100% true because we weren't there. Mm-hmm. We're trusting somebody else to look at it and go, well, as far as I know, I mean, the best guess I got is it was about this time frame, but we don't know. And if we don't know, we just, that that is, I think, a, a big point that people overlook is there's a whole lot of stuff that we say we know that is rooted in some dude going, I don't exactly know, yeah. uh, which is terrifying, uh, to be honest. Um, and then the other uh, spiritual, conspiratorial aspect is if there is a God and there is... Um, evil forces that are at battle with that God's good plan. Mm-hmm. Um, and these, and scripture says that God declares the end from the beginning, that everything essentially that he ever intends to accomplish through humans mm-hmm. in history has already been determined from the beginning of time, which would mean that from the, from the moment God breathed life into Adam, uh, his uh everything that we read in the bible was already planned destined had an had an yeah. agenda uh which, and and the prophecy of genesis 3 of the serpent and the woman and them battling forever and uh their seed battling with each other tells me that um there's going to be an attack on God's plan, mm-hmm. God's son, uh, all of this, which could result in, hey, if we know what's going to happen, let's get the jump on him and let's get some stuff written 2,000 years before and other cultures that basically, so when the real stuff comes out, it looks like a fraud. Mm. You know, that would be uh, an, an answer I would have to as far as, uh, you know, how come we can date? Sumerian texts to be nine thousand years old, and mm-hmm. we and Hebrew texts to be six thousand years old. And why are you telling me that the 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 younger ones are more reliable than the right. older ones? And that would be my two answers would be one that's presupposing that our dating methods are are perfectly accurate, uh, which it can be demonstrated that that they're not because it is a guessing game. We don't have a time machine unless somebody does, uh, and then two. Um, we can infer from the Bible that from the jump, from the beginning of time, there's been a battle to 
essentially, I don't know what the military tactical term is, but uh, to, you know, uh, get in there and do exactly what, what happens. It, let's suppose the dating is correct. Um, I, I think that that proves my point of, um, because the details are more vague. Uh, that, that is the one that you might be able to find uh, when you look at, you know, four or five different cultures that all have these characters that resemble mm -hmm. stories in the Bible, that resemble stories in the Old and New Testament. Um, but They're vague because yeah. they're old as shit. And, and, <laughs> and Jacob Kilburn came around and said, oh, like you said, I don't know what that is, but I think it's, I think I'm going to change it to this and this makes sense. That's how I see it. Yeah, and well, a lot of people, a lot of skeptics that, that can't, um, seem to get over that hump or at that same point you're at. Um, the, the, I would then at that, I would point them to the old Testament prophecies that were fulfilled, um, in, in the, in the first century, uh, that who was it? Some, I, I forget the guy's name, but he was a, a statistics guy that said that the probability of, um, of of all of the uh, prophecies being fulfilled to the letter, the way that they were through the life and ministry of Jesus, mm -hmm. as many written through the Old Testament, is the same probability of painting or painting one quarter red and filling the entire state of Texas three feet high with quarters and walking through with your eyes closed and picking up. Mm -hmm. One quarter and finding that one red quarter—that would be the probability of. And I don't know what data he used to come to that conclusion. Uh, and, and he was a, um, I believe that he was a skeptic, uh, mm -hmm. and he, he was trying to make a case of it, it's impossible for this to be for mm -hmm. these to be. Um, but we can historically document, um, and there are books that have come out to try to prove that, um, you know the fulfillments are fake or there's agenda or that the people have manipulated. But even around some of those arguments, we have enough historical documentation that, that if, if even a quarter of this stuff is fulfilled, it, this has got to be, this, this one's got to be the truth. That that's the one issue I think that we have is a lot of the ancient um, Egyptian text or Sumerian text or whatever, they don't have, um, an overwhelming amount of prophecies that Come true. we see being happening in the first century, happening today. It's like um, that Mayan calendar, the end of the world. Right. Yeah. And, and we don't have, this is another issue, uh, and, and, it, and I don't believe it's something we can make our stake on. I, I believe that faith is, is the foundation, and no matter how much proof I have, yeah. that is not. I just believe that that is the correct way to go about it, but right. I don't. There aren't people who are having their lives radically changed, being freed from alcoholism, being freed from uh, addictions, um, being healed in the name of um, Zeus, or being right. healed in the name of Osiris, or whatever. We're, we're at that iteration. There are people. We're at Jesus's iteration. Well, it's like a simulation. Okay. It's like a video game, Jacob. So, do we have do we have any historical documentation of of uh, somebody's leg growing back because they prayed in the name of um, 
horse or i mean does do we have any historical documentation for people for um marriages being restored because mm-hmm. of there's a bunch uh, on wine praying to sun gods like yeah we, there's a bunch on wine like uh, the that? wine stuff t- turning water into wine dionysus and i think horus uh things like that so let me but, okay come on so like I, I still think it's such a physical thing, like uh, Genesis 3, 9. And the Lord God called unto Adam and said unto him, where art thou? If he's all knowing, why is he looking for him? Well, again, the context would show he, he, he did not know where Adam was. He was the, if you'll continue to read, Adam goes on to admit, I'm hiding. And he goes, mm-hmm. okay, Adam, so you're, I, I can't oh, see Oh, he's getting hiding. him to admit what he's doing? He goes, what? Why are you hiding, buddy? And he goes, well, because I'm naked. He goes, well, who told you you're naked? And, and, and we find out he knows he's naked because he ate of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Yeah. And then we go on to find out that nakedness, <laughs> that nakedness is a sin. Yeah. Um, and, and that you know, when you're out in public, you should be clothed. That's, ain't nobody want to see that stuff. Um, and nakedness is associated with drunkenness and lawlessness mm-hmm. and all this other stuff. But he's he's playing the game of uh you know no different than when one of when our kid is in trouble he knows he did something bad and he's hiding behind the couch yeah, and we go you know he's there, there. You? that would be but that would be a prime example of people that I'm not saying this is you but people that hate God people that are skeptics people that are determined mm-hmm. to prove the Bible is false they'll pull one verse like that and they'll go with well, God's all knowing why do you have to ask Adam where he was at oh yeah don't, and, don't get and, me and wrong. Context, the Bible Sorry. is not false. It's not. It's uh, it's just rewritten. It's it's really really horribly not really horribly. That's a really bad way of putting it. It is, it is us trying to keep up with something that's taken a lot of time. It's the telephone game. Um, it is people writing the best version that they can. Like the flood myths. You put the flood myths in here. Like all the a bunch of all the other ancients, they had flood myths too. The, and geologically and geographically, there is evidence, overwhelming evidence of, of a great flood. It happened. The Bible is not the only one that says that. Yeah, well, here's a here's a I probably differ. I don't know uh, if we've talked about this or when when the last time we have. I I I, I believe that based on the Hebraic linguistic style uh that the scriptures are written in and and based on the judgment language mm. that the flood that noah's flood um was a judgment on the the known world at that time it was a judgment on noah's world uh mm. in, in that region but I don't actually believe that we, and this is a big problem for a lot of people when I talk about it, I don't believe we have any biblical warrant at all to make a case that the Noah's Flood is a worldwide uh, East China being flooded. Yeah, uh, That makes no sense. Uh, I believe that it was actually a local judgment um, spanning just a few hundred miles, right. uh, which would... Uh, you know, I, I know. I'm, I'm sure you're familiar with Pangaea, mm-hmm. um, the theory that all the continents were yeah. like a puzzle piece. And, yeah. and I've heard Christian pastors and scholars try to 
talk about the the flood of Genesis being the reason that the continents broke up, and 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 it's my understanding um, of biblical uh, when when you study judgment in judgment language, and um, and there's tons of times where God judges like one specific city, the city of Basra. In the land of Edom, which is a tiny, tiny little place, he he describes uh, a foreign army coming through and and basically wiping them out. Mm. And he describes that as uh, heaven and earth being destroyed. He de- and, and the judgment language is essentially like if I'm you know if I'm threatening you and I say I'm going to beat you up, but I tell you I'm going to rip your head off. Mm-hmm. I actually rip your head off. I'm just going to try right. to punch you. Um, that is. Hebraic idiomatic symbolic language that's very hyperbolic, um, and it makes it out to be like it's 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 for a dramatic effect to get the point across. Mm-hmm. So I don't actually believe that the flood of the Bible was a worldwide flood. I believe it was local. I don't know if that changes anything, but uh, but yeah, I'm I'm aware that um, through Gilgamesh and a bunch of there, there's a lot of ancient flood stories. Yeah. Um, if there was a worldwide flood, I don't know that that proves the Bible's false, that would just prove that other cultures knew about a flood. Even if they wrote about a flood before the Bible wrote about a flood, I would still go back to the, the two points of one, how, how do we know the dating's right, and mm-hmm. um, what if there was a divine conspiracy from the beginning to, we got to get out as much of this stuff in as many cultures as possible before the truth comes out. So, so um, the, the dating thing, you're saying like the Bible is truth, God's word, and these other cultures who presumably might be older, wrote it, but we're saying we wrote, they wrote it before, but you're saying they're just taken from it. They're copying from it. Like they're, they're writing their own. Is that what you're saying? Uh, what I'm saying with the, the, the dating, I, I don't honestly believe that whether it's the looking at the isotopes or, or whatever, I don't believe that we can determine <laughs> the exact age of whether yeah. it's a, a scroll or a rock or anything. I, I just, I don't trust that science because it's, because you can take two different scientists and they will walk away with different dates. And, and, and that's, that's for me is what's difficult. I think that's uh, really can, anecdotal. I think you read something that, because the, the physical world that God created there, it's all math and half lives of things. And, the way things break down at the molecular level, uh, it's, it stays true no matter where you're at. What, and, what do we do with uh, two guys getting different dates or looking at a tree and counting the rings? And, it's and their method. Right. I'm not saying methodology is wrong. Like, like, okay. like one of them is right. One of them is wrong, though. No, right? they're both. They're both. They could both very well be wrong. I'm just, I'm just saying, <laughs> oh. if if we could be perfect, and and analyze it perfectly it would be true and that truth may be that we're only six thousand years old or whatever but i don't there's a constant in the universe like yeah again the the only argument and i'm totally okay with this being true the only and i'm okay with it not the only argument for the six thousand year old Mm-hmm. Earth. It's actually it would be like fifty eight hundred some. The only argument for that is based on the genealogies of scripture. That's mm-hmm. the only argument that people make. That's where they they come to the conclusion of they look at Adam, and um, and Adam 
had so-and-so and so-and-so had so-and-so and, and we have and the bible tells us so-and-so lived to be this long and then he died and we calculate using just the numbers and the historical but but i am of the opinion that we have no biblical warrant to legalistically and dogmatically put our foot down and say that adam was the the first man we don't yeah. adam could be the beginning of the story that god wanted to tell Mm-hmm. through this line of people. Um, and Adam could have taken him, God could have taken Adam from whatever land he was in, mm-hmm. put him in Eden, and chose to start a story there. But I don't believe that we have any biblical warrant, because the Bible's not written to be a history book. The Bible's not written to be a science book. The Bible is written to be a book about spiritual truths, teaching us how to be like God and have a relationship with God. Therefore, okay. I can't take this Hebrew book that is a spiritual book and determine the age of the earth from it. That would be like me mm-hmm. picking up some, um, you know, uh, an uh, Egyptian text on how to resurrect somebody and try to teach a math class with it. Yeah. That's not what, that's not what the documents for. Uh, so the whole six thousand year old, I don't hold. I, I there was probably a time in my life where I held to it, and then when I honestly examined it, I determined, yeah, the earth could be millions of years old. I'm fine with that. Biblically, we have no basis to stand on it because the Bible's not a history or science book. It has scientific facts. It has historical facts. But the, that's not the purpose of the scriptures. It's to guide us into being more like like Jesus and, and how to have a relationship with our Creator. And it tells a story of how God redeems people and how what He'll do for you in your life. Um, but it's not a book that we can use uh, for a lot of things that people try to use it for today. It's a misuse. Yeah. Uh, so if the, if it turns out that the earth is gazillions of years old, that's fine. And if humans have been around for that long too, that's fine with me as well. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and if, if three times before you know if 10 12,000 years ago we can prove and date that there were documents written and that contain similar stories to that of the bible i'm fine with that as well i still believe um that they were preemptive attacks on the coming truths of the hebrew scriptures uh <laughs> what if what, what uh, the, uh... There would be pre-attacks on themselves. Like no, it, because it's writing about itself again. Or, or the devil, which again, this is a that's is another teach a doctrine that, but is way too misunderstood. But let's just pretend that there's a, there's a bad guy with a pitchfork mm-hmm. and all that. You know, if the devil decided from the beginning of time. Um, God's got mm. this plan because, as, as Scripture presents it, Satan was a member of God's council that mm. um, was cast out of God's council because of his uh, his attitude uh, that he wanted to be like the Most High, and he's not the Most High; he's, mm. he's lower in the class. Um, and uh, but he be, because he was in God's council, he's privy to God's plans, which would mean he's going to uh, cause. Uh, as much problems as he can and try to defer and diffuse and uh, cause destruction on which would be knowing uh, that people will be skeptics 
let me get as many versions of this yeah. out as I can through as many cultures over the thousands of years so that it makes it almost impossible to believe in mm -hmm. the Bible. I, I do realize that. And when I'm, when I'm diving into this stuff, which is, I, man, I've been doing it. It consumes me death and, you know, what is truth, but we'll never, we won't know like what is we, we're not meant to know the truth. We're meant to have faith. Like you said, it's, it's based on faith. But I do get lost in trying to be so right, or not right, but knowing as much as I can. Like, uh, like Ragnar says in the the show, he he would Odin, or Odin gave his eye for knowledge. Like, I want so much knowledge, but there's no purpose. But I do rem like I try to like say, hey, there is. I do believe in a devil. Like there is a devil. There is something that is playing its game too and trying to take you to that side and that is where i try to i try to be careful because you're right it there is a lot of things out there that you know trickery like you say it's, it's tricking you to stray away from what you're intended to do and what is truth and mm. that's why it's so confusing yet and addicting to swim through it for me not not on a biblical level, but as a on a historical level and a scientific level. Like, I I still firmly I, I I could it would take me thirty minutes from top to bottom to give my my actual firm belief. But the I'll be honest, the the truth of my firm belief is heavily based on science. But science well, still proves like not not proves, but the science still leans me heavily towards there is a supreme being there is a god there is a creation that we are in there's a game we're playing right now that we're in that he created sure. not us people say oh we're god consciousness is god it's all us no it is yeah. it is separate from us he is separate from us and he made this whole thing from top to bottom the beginning and the end like you said i i still believe in that but i didn't get it from the bible i got it from science you know well and we didn't have the Bible until, you know, I mean, again, a lot of the, this is what a lot of the characters in the Bible, mm -hmm. they were written about after they were dead by somebody else. Yeah. But we have, again, Adam and Eve walking with God in the garden. People have relationships with God. They know things about God mm -hmm. before there's ever any written text mm -hmm. about God, which means that I, you know, I I don't need um, to read anything out of the Bible to come to the understanding that there is a creator. How can you say they're written before God if we don't know, again, time frame? What is it? How do you know that they are written before God? What do you mean written before God? Like, how, how can you say, uh, you said that they're written before God, like they before they their God was even written, when we don't know the time frame? You just said you don't, oh, you can't no, know I'm for sure. That, uh, there are characters that um uh for example like uh genesis mm. um moses is accredited with writing genesis but but moses himself is not in the book of genesis because he wasn't alive mm. uh so for 50 chapters of genesis somebody wrote about Two thousand years of history mm -hmm. that, they, that they that they had to have received divine revelation about, because they they weren't there to witness it happening. Um, Hold on. Me. Okay. 
D- divine revelation. Why can't that just be a story? What, what, oh, oh, Moses read another story and decided I'm no, going to write. Why can't it be like, hey, hey, son, hey, daughter, hey, this is what happened. Why does it got to be divine revelation? Why can't it be a trickle down of stories? Um, I don't. That, my, that's my whole thing, Jacob. It always has been. Too. Why that's does it? Too. Yeah. Why does well, it have I'm to be so? Mi- like, why can't it just be us trying well, to say, "Hey, something fucking happened"? Because the scriptures testify that they are breathed out by God. Um, that they're His words. The 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 what 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 is okay. written in the Bible in the original manuscript um, are God's words um, through the penmanship of a man. But you read them as uh, what is that? Uh, is it? Uh, oh, what's the Greek word? Um, I think it's. Uh, is it Anastasis? It's. Uh, anyways, it's literally um, breathed out by God. They're they're like His infused, spirit infused, breath infused spoken words in written form through a human hand okay. but um so even when it's something as simple as like a history of somebody's life that mm-hmm. doesn't i read it and i go okay that doesn't change that those are god's words um so yeah even if it was as simple as maybe god didn't go moses write this about abraham but mm-hmm. moses knew the story of abraham from everybody else that that was in town when moses chose to transfer that to paper Moses wrote exactly about Abraham's life that God wanted to the be. The word is the, the, theonosis? The, um, the, theonustos. Yeah, theonustos. Theonustos. Or some people will pronounce this. Such a badass word. Theonustos. Um, yeah. Okay, so hold on. So what, off the top of your head, you might not know, what is the most recent version of the Bible? King James? Oh, gosh, no. They come out with a version every year. Okay, every so my couple. question is, if, if you wanted to write a Bible, and what is stopping you from changing something? And if you do, how can you confirm well, it, to me that, that you, that's God, Bible that you're story. writing through, you're writing God? Uh, well, yeah, that's not... the. Keep in mind that the uh, it's Second Timothy 3.16 that says, All scriptures, they understand all scripture is breathed out by God and profitable for training, correction, instruction, and righteousness of the man of God be fully equipped for every good work. But it is not speaking of uh, this book here. Mm-hmm. This was made by man. Um, okay. It was actually, funny enough, that's a New Testament writing. That's Paul the, Paul the Apostle writing to Timothy, one of the pastors of the church in Ephesus. But the New Testament didn't exist at the time he was writing that. When he says, Timothy, from childhood you have had the Holy Scriptures able to make you wise unto salvation. Mm-hmm. All Scripture is breathed out by God. That's how the procession goes, verse 15 to 16. He's speaking of the Old Testament. He, he, he's actually talking about the Genesis to Malachi. He's not, even, he's not speaking of any of the Gospels. He's not speaking of that, that, that Scripture is commonly used by Christians to when they're reading historical documentation in the Gospel of John about Jesus doing a, uh, a miracle, and they go, why do I have to care about that? And they go, because all Scripture is inspired by God. Mm-hmm. That verse is actually talking about the Old Testament Scriptures, but either way, the word Scripture means writing. Um, 
and and he said timothy from childhood you have had the holy scripture or the holy writings speaking of the hebrew prophets um so yeah th- and that's are, in the bible probably, well someone put that it made it into a bible the word bible just means books uh so there are you... Bibles that have different numbers of books. Yeah. There are people that, that – uh, there, there's one word, say that word is used 400 times in the New Testament, and they go, that's not translated right. And because it's translated wrong, it changes the whole message of the verse. So we're going to come out with a Bible, and we're going we're gonna to accurately mm-hmm. translate this or whatever. And, and if we're being honest, every time a new Bible comes out, a new version, if we will, that's, that is the agenda to get a different meaning out of it because someone believes that there's a better way of reading it Makes or rendering sense. it, handling that text or whatever. Um, yeah. Otherwise, we and wouldn't what, need... What, why? That's not new. That's what, not new thinking. There's, someone's always going to try to make it, oh, this makes more sense. Let's do this. Do we have that... Okay, and, and I guess... People have done that with the Hebrew so, Bible. Like the the uh, the Dead Sea Scrolls. You're familiar with those, right? Or those right. are books in the Bible. Why ain't it in there? Well, it's, took it out. The, well, well, the, the Dead Sea Scrolls um, do have like for when we like look at the Book of Isaiah. The best the best copy we have is from the Dead Sea Scrolls. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's other um, what what was so, or, or like uh, Deuteronomy thirty two. Prior to the Dead Sea Scrolls, uh, I want to say it's Deuteronomy thirty two eighteen. I don't know. I know it's in Deuteronomy thirty two. It says, "When the Most High divided up the nations, He did so according to the number of the sons of Israel." But in the Dead Sea Scrolls, it says, "When the Most High divided up the nations, He did so according to the number of the sons of God." Those are spiritual beings, yeah. not Israelites. That changes the whole message. And then we compare that with the book of Daniel with other things, and we see mm. that God has appointed spiritual entities over certain regions of land, and they run that land. Man, that and makes they, that's, sense. What, that's what the Scripture teaches. But prior to the Dead Sea Scrolls, nobody knew that the, mm. the, the regions of land were divided up according to the number of the sons of God. They, uh, some... The, an older manuscript had sons of Israel, but now, depending on which translation of the Bible you have, it might say sons of Israel, it might say sons of God. Um, based on the integrity of the scroll of Isaiah and the other stuff in the Dead Sea Scrolls, they determined that that rendering of Deuteronomy 32 was was better. Um, and uh, and was there was there fragments of other books in the Dead Sea Scrolls that? We didn't, yeah, uh, not everything from the Dead Sea Scrolls was used mm-hmm. in the modern Holy Bible today, uh, which is weird to say that. But, um, yeah, even that, like, people do have to, to do their research and decide for themselves, um, is this true or is it not? You, you, uh, said I get something, you said something one time, and this stuck with me. I asked you, what if there's a kid in said country? really impoverished, really, and he grows his whole life or lives in the woods in the Amazon or something. And he never hears the word Jesus or reads a Bible. Yeah. How can he know that there is a God? And you said God presents himself to you one time. And 
it's up to you to have faith after that. That stuck with me. And you, didn't you tell me that? It was a, it was a while back. I, I, I him because thinking my, my argument, it might have been in the gym with Dylan. Our argument was if, if someone isn't raised or doesn't have access to a Bible, never hears these stories, as their stories, never hears these stories of the possibility of something. How can he be saved? How can he, you know, go into heaven, God's kingdom, whatever? How can he access that upon his death? And you said that God presents himself to him and he knows whether it's through nature or whatever happens to him. And then he knows from there on out. Yeah. So why, why is that not viable? Why do you have to get it from, because my follow-up question is, if I was to hand you a Bible, can you highlight what God said versus what a man said? I don't think that's the problem I have with it. And I've, I've, I'll be honest, I haven't read it from start to finish, but I, I pick through it and I do, I look at stuff online all the time, but I have a Bible and I pick through it all the time. My thing is, is we, we, you, anybody, I don't see how y'all can differentiate this is God speaking. This is man speaking. Because when man speaks, I'm just going to tear that part out. Yeah. I, I'm not, you're not going to tell me. Gordon's not going to tell me. My mom, my wife, no one's going to tell me, hey, this is it. I have to know for myself, just like that kid in the forest that, yeah. that is presented to God. I have to find him myself, whether it's through a Bible or through seeing a deer and recognize, be still and know that I am God. Right? Like, that, that's how I see it. So the Bible, wow. that's, that's, I don't want to say I'm at war with the Bible. It's great. And it, it's, oh, it's story, a storytelling and it, it, it's obviously, it has to be rewritten to keep up with times, but it's going to, things are going to get lost, man. And things are going to be translated wrong. And like you said, it's not a scientific book for dating and math and all that stuff, but it's it's going to be confusing. I mean, dude, imagine from 3,000 years from now. Just like 3,000 years from now, it is going to be a blip. It's going to be so watered down and confusing for people. Uh, are, are you Even talking more. about um, the Bible? Yeah, a religious oh, text. Well. We, hopefully we still call it a Bible, but we might call it something else. There might be a new regime or new, something. China takes over, right? And now it's something else. What if China takes over the world, dude? If China takes over the world, it's gone. Just like a lot of other countries have taken over the world and changed it. Do, that do girl that how, do you know how it would how it would uh, one through oral tradition, mm -hmm. um, people would memorize it. But but two, um, I mean, if if God did it once, why can't he he do it again? Yeah, uh, and. Five thousand years from now, if he goes, you know what? Uh, but but even yeah, the the uh, we we um, we believe that uh, well, Jesus says, "Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will by no means pass away." Um, that yeah, so we we believe that uh, the text of Scripture, uh, God is able to and 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 will preserve His word throughout the generations, um, mm -hmm. and. Different manuscripts may pop up. There may be translation errors, but the um, the overarching message of uh, who God is 
and and the gospel of Jesus and how to be saved and and what sin is and 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 how to be transformed and and the things to do and like those type like the overarching message it can't be touched um and we actually do have in in the bible itself like first corinthians 7 i think um there are times where the apostle will be writing and he'll say, and this part speaks not the Lord, but I. And then he'll give instructions to the church about wisdom that he believes is something they should be practicing. But he, he, he literally says, <laughs> I don't know how you determine. Uh, I'm, I'm not a, I've never written scripture, so I don't know. But uh, you're, you're writing a letter and at some point you go, hey, this part's not God talking, it's me. Yeah. Uh, you know, so, the, and, and there are people that, have printed Bibles that have excluded those verses because they believe that's man's counsel and that, mm-hmm. you know, there's more power to them. Um, uh, a, a lot of it is, uh, even the faith, but the transforming power of, uh, regardless of the translation of the Bible, if I can get a message from it that the the power of that message manifests itself in my mm-hmm. life um yeah but the, you 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 talked about the guy never reading a bible there by the name of jesus we do have to acknowledge that um in the new testament acts chapter 4 verse 12 says there's no name given among men under heaven by which we must be saved and we know that the name is jesus but None of the literally none of the Old Testament characters, which the Old Testament is two thirds of the Bible, mm. none of them knew the name Jesus. None of them knew who he was, uh, but they had faith in the in the true God. So we know that Jesus is the visible image of the invisible God. So if somebody hasn't heard about Christ, hasn't had the opportunity to read the written word of God, but but through um, any means necessary, I, I suppose, mm-hmm. comes to the um, understanding that there is a God. There is a there, um, and it happens. We we can't say it doesn't happen. I would just say, under the circumstances of maybe before people had uh, the life and ministry of Jesus or the documentation of Jesus or. Um, there are cultures and stuff where, where, where um, the world's not Christianized yet, so mm-hmm. they may not have access to some of those things. God is still using his Old Testament way of revealing himself to people. Um, but in a modern world where you do have access to some of those things, why would you exclude yourself from it? Why would you go, well, God revealed himself to me in this way, and that this is how we're going to have our relationship, and I don't need a Bible or Jesus or any of that. When you have access to those things, and you have come to the idea that it's the same God, the God of that book is the same God that has revealed himself to me outside of the book. Mm-hmm. If you believe that they're the same God, um, then it's just extra information for you. Right. Um, and And I believe it's historically documented in, in modern times as well that it, it not changes people's lives but uh i mean it, it's it's transformative so um I, I know you're ultimately getting at the psychedelics mm. um but if 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 god, god chooses, if god <laughs> sure if god chooses to use that to reveal himself to somebody 
could that not be his starting point? Could very well. For them to, you know, come into... Be curious. Uh, you know, not like it... Do you believe that that is, would be God's intent for them to never come into the understanding of his word? Um, never... Uh, just to do things completely outside the bounds of what the church does, um, but to have their own relationship. Do you, do you believe that that would be okay, or do you believe that God can reveal Himself? And and no different than uh, we can ask a girl out in a um, hundred different ways. But at some point, we're going to have to start dating and get married mm-hmm. and all that stuff. We you know we can't uh, Snapchat just forever. Yeah. We're going to actually uh, you know. <laughs> I could I could DM you on Instagram or I could send you a letter or or your friend could go, hey, that guy at the table over there asked about you. There's a hundred different ways that it could happen, but at some mm. point we're gonna have to do it like everybody else is doing it and we're gonna There's yeah. that study, Gordon, what what's that study that it might have been Strassman or somebody else did uh I don't know if it was Shrooms or DMT with a bunch of people and it was all they were like three hundred atheists and then like two hundred and ninety something of them said no I'm not an atheist anymore after. I think it's like a it's a preview. It's like and I and think And what do they do with that newfound conclusion? Exa- that's up to them. Crap. Exactly. Yeah, like they and for me it was oh my god, it was a revelation of like he is real and I've been hiding from it. I now I need to I I need to you know have faith and submit to him and I'm not in control. That's it was a big it was a big and you can ask Rachel about it if you next time you see her. It was a big emotional revealance to me of like I'm I've been trying to control my life this whole time when I'm not in control he's in control he made this all and I I need I recognize that now and I need to love I need to I need to be better I need to do the best I can and and do what he made me to do now and so I, now with that faith and submission and recognizing that um I need to be less angry I need to love better I have there's people I need to take care of there's mm-hmm. things I need to do in life how do we? I can understand? tell you what yours is. I can tell you what, like now that, you, like now that you found Christ and God, your mission in life is you spread it. You spread the gospel, and no yes, matter if you're all, fighting, all of the things I'm supposed to do and not do because yeah. of my found conviction and faith in God. The only way it's not my own intuition. It's yeah. I know how to do those things because I have a playbook mm-hmm. and a manual that that. Uh, you know, people come to the understanding of, oh, crap, there is a God. We're mm-hmm. not alone. There, there is a higher power. Um, my life has purpose and meaning, and there's things that I need to stop doing. There's things I need to do more. I've got a mission or whatever, mm-hmm. uh, whether it's being a dad or, or starting a, a whatever. But all of those things have within them a whole bunch of subcategories and all of the inner working of that. It's not just... Well, I'll close my eyes and hope I'm making the right decisions. It's like, oh crap, no, God actually has He's revealed Himself to you now. You recognize, you begin to to identify these things that I need to do better, the things I need to refine. Conveniently, there's a breezed out by God book that is going to give you an awful lot of insight on mm. exactly how to execute that perfectly. Um and, and that is what people whether it's through psychedelics or they go on a they turn their phone Meditation. off and they go on a nature hike or whatever. Mm-hmm. And they, they come to this conclusion of I've been running from God or, or whatever. Maybe they just honestly uh, tried to believe, but couldn't. But, and somehow God reveals himself and it's like, no dummy, 
there is a creation. There is a creator. Mm -hmm. Your life has meaning and purpose. You're not an incident. And the answer on what, what do I do with this information is um, completely wrapped up in uh, the book that is going to tell you exactly what to do and how to do everything with this new information. And mm -hmm. I believe that that is a, a part that a lot of people miss out on. And, 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 and once you get into that book, it tells you, oh, you need to, you need to find a community of like-minded individuals. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and, 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 there's an there's a whole lifestyle involved around this found knowledge that there is a god and you know you can call it christianity you can call it whatever um but all of that that is the intended lifestyle of humanity to have relationship with their creator mm -hmm. and because they have relationship with their creator because they love and worship their creator they do it as a community and it brings them closer to their fellow man. Loving God and loving people is literally the message of the entire book. Right. Um, but it's not something that I figure out how to do on my own. No different than like, I'm going to be an MMA fighter, but I'm going to train at home. Yeah. You need a team. You need somebody to instruct you on uh, how to do these things. Like, no, that's actually the wrong way. I understand you can knock a guy out with that, but there's a hundred different things that we need to fix about that punch to make it even better. And, uh, you know, that's the bad thing. Like I've listened to Joe Rogan talk about DMT and about how, about love and about everything. And I'm like, Joe, but you don't know how to love people unless you let God teach you about how to do it. And he's going to mm -hmm. teach you that through his word. Um, and, and again, but, but what if you don't ever get his word? But what if you what if you do though? What if you have access to it? We're not we're not in the land yeah. of what ifs. We're in yeah. America where it's easily accessible. So, um, in situations where you don't, well, then that would be different. Uh, no different mm -hmm. than I don't have access to a gym or I don't mm -hmm. have access to whatever. There's always ways around it. But that's not that's certainly not in America. That would not mm -hmm. be the circumstance for anybody. Um, yeah. We'll talk about it some other time, but it's it's still even with it, like it's still so scientific. It's 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 a channel change. It's a realization. Like a well, what's science? Huh? Testing and proving something to be true. What like so, coming yeah. up there? Like okay, I think this is right. Let's run a test. Okay, we were right. Because before, like for before any of that, it was it was like a faith that I was very light on. I was like, eh, probably. I was more you knew you knew me you know I was more deep into like alien creation and things like that but now it's like it's not faith anymore it's like you know you're shown without without a shadow of a doubt but then like you said you need to go into the bible but you're you're shown it and that's it you know it's there it's confirmed without a shadow of a doubt it's not belief anymore and then well that's what then you have to. You said now. What do you do with it? Go farther and learn how to live with that with that uh, realization. Right. Um, get it. Makes sense. Faith is well. The the Bible says faith without works, and the word there in Greek just means like action. Like uh, in mm -hmm. in context in James two, it's talking about. It says like if you say you have faith, but then you see your your fellow man with no 
food or clothes and you tell him, hey, be well, have a nice day, but you don't do anything for him, what good is your faith? Mm-hmm. Your faith means nothing. If you have this conviction and belief that about God um, and, and that belief doesn't um, affect the way that you treat other people mm-hmm. or yourself or th- then then it's not real faith well it's once just, they once they legalize psychedelics i'll open a church and we can run it together how about that and how 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 does uh well that's my yeah what differently do you feel since your experiences uh what courses you, of action yes i not, i haven't changed Again, it's kind of like the if you want to wear a mask or take a vaccine. It's not my battle. It's everyone else. It's I, I know myself and Rachel. You know, I, it's changed. I, I just feel like I I don't take things as serious too much because I know like there's something beyond this life. I materials don't. It's I don't know. It's just a realization and a love for myself and and God and I. You know, but but again, like you said, action. Yeah. Do you feel like it's something that you that stops at some point, or it's or it's something no. that is a continual refining process of always learning, always getting better? I don't want to use evolving, but yeah. Um, and that's the way that Scripture presents it: is uh, being renewed daily by the transforming of your mind. You probably like that verse. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And and being conformed into the image of his son, which, and Jesus is the embodiment of, uh, essentially the perfect person. Right. Um, doesn't lose his temper, handles every situation. Great. Always has the great, the perfect, the best word for everybody. No matter what's thrown at him, he's going to know how to handle it. He's good with kids, good with women, good with, good with, you mm-hmm. know, he can do any job. He can have a conversation about anything like everything, just the, the perfect human being. Dude, there was, uh, there was a very specific experience that I, I came back and I said, because again, and again, disclaimer, I don't do illegal substances in the States. When I, when I do them, I'm in a legal area. Uh, but I was recording myself and I, as I was, com- I had this experience as I was coming, I said, this is what Jesus feels like. This is, and it's just for a split second, you're shown like the perfect way to be, think and feel and, and, love and then it's gone and you're back into sin you're back into what ifs and questioning and like but just for as there's like a i call it like a channel change it's a frequency change of flawlessness of his creation and if i could talk and love and move at that point i would walk as i imagine people try to teach you to walk in the bible walk be like jesus live like jesus but right. as I come down, I start cussing and I start having bad thoughts and stuff like that. Yeah. But it's like a, at that moment, and it's happened more than once. I just said it one time on, on a, one video because I, I document all of it. I, I was in that, in that frequency, in that understanding of how to be. I just can't keep it. Once, I, once, I'm, once I'm here, I, you can't keep it. You forget it all. Well, that that's the that is what is known as. I mean, that's the human struggle of. Yeah. Uh, there are there are. I don't want to be the way that I am. I don't want to yeah. lose my temper. I don't want to be like that. Yeah. I don't want to, and, and and that is, 
the exact reason that we have need for Jesus. And do this you think, is what do you think our innovative push, like how humans are always creating, innovating, making new stuff, there's all these billionaires making stuff. Do you think it is a religious reason of why we're doing that? Because we want to be per like like a Jesus figure, like we want to or do you think it is greed and evil and just our downfall? Um maybe a maybe a combination of both. Mm. And and maybe because of the also there's a plus side. It could be because of the provision of God and him blessing people with uh the plan. knowledge and the uh motivation to want to create things mm -hmm. i guess and like that's I, some people look at the explosion of technology and and the uh and, and all that type of stuff as um something bad and there's i guess there's bad stuff money and but like i, I look at it as like God's putting that drive in somebody to go mm -hmm. create something even the ability to like you know i don't know we talked about a woman could go get pregnant without a man. Mm. Um, somebody figured out how to do that, and God allowed him yeah. to figure it out. For what purpose, I don't know, but he's an all-good God, which means ultimately his purposes are good. Um, the, uh, but what I was going to get at is like everybody has this struggle with sin. That is the, I think a lot, even Christians misunderstand the message of salvation. What is it that we need to be saved mm -hmm. from? Yeah. Um, and, and the answer would be two things. One, we need to be saved from ourself, and, and God is saving us from himself, from his wrath. Um, but uh, the, Matthew 1, verse 21, says that uh, the, the angel comes to Jesus' parents and says, You will call him Jesus now. What they would have said is Yeshua, which is Hebrew for salvation, but you will call him Jesus because he will save his people from their sins. So you will call him Yeshua, salvation. You will call him salvation because he will save. Um, but, he's, but, but he's not saving people from hell. He's not saving people from financial struggles. Mm -hmm. The biblical salvation that Jesus brings, that God, that, that God requires and that God desperately wants for humans to have, is salvation from sin. Um, and and that with the way that salvation is manifested is through uh, the two two doctrines. One, the doctrine of justification, that at my moment of recognizing there is one mediator between God and man, there is one way of salvation. That's by placing my faith in Jesus. I'm instantly at that moment justified in the sight of God. God sees me as perfect, and the the perfect track record of Jesus is imputed to my account. So mm -hmm. when I stand before God and I'm judged, he sees my perfect track record. I've never done anything wrong because Jesus is, uh, Jesus is, it's, it's, that's known as the doctrine of justification. That's what the Bible teaches, that his righteousness, Jesus's goodness is, is put on my record. Mm -hmm. And then two, the doctrine of sanctification, that day by day, week by week, month by month, year by year, as I grow older, I'm, I become less and less and less like the old man and more and more and more like Christ through faith and practice. But it's also just a work that, that God accomplishes in himself, that the work of salvation is, it's, it's, uh, it's in Scripture, you'll hear terms like 
uh, by grace you have been saved, past tense. And then you hear verses like, uh, those of you who are being saved, like it's progressive. Mm -hmm. And then you'll hear uh, future tenses of you will be saved, like it's future. It's a past, present, and future. You're already as saved as you can possibly get when you put your faith in Jesus. This is the gospel message. But there's an ongoing process of salvation while you're being refined in your ways of thinking and, and acting. And then at the ultimate point of death, essentially, when you're transferred into the, into the heavenly realm, you will be saved. But, but it is, um, it's, it's known as the already and not yet principle. Um, and I think that, uh, yeah, that will be the testing truth of whether a person is saved or not, according to scripture is, are you, do you look different? Do you think different? Do you act different? Um, and that, uh, in the old Testament, there was a thing called the Sabbath day. Every set juice observe it today. There was a seventh day. They didn't work. Most Christians treat Sunday as the Sabbath day, but it's not. Mm -hmm. um, the Sabbath was a prophetic shadow picture of the rest that Jesus would bring, but it's a resting from sin. It's uh, you don't have to struggle anymore. Let go. Be dead and let me be alive in you. And that is really the gospel message. Mm -hmm. is it's not a call to life in Jesus, it's a call to come die and, and let Jesus resurrect you, essentially. Um, mm -hmm. That's the only way that you'll ever defeat your lust or your anger or right. your greed or whatever is by being dead. Uh, that's that's so step unfortunate, one. man. Golly. I want to do but, it now. But, well, that's that's the gospel message is that it can happen now. You can come die now mm. and remain dead. And and people will say, oh, that looks like Jacob. That looks like Caleb. But they're actually, they actually don't exist anymore. And it is Jesus operating through them. Um, and that, it would, is that to say that a person never sins again? Some people say that. I, I haven't met anybody mm. um, that never makes a mistake again. Right. But, but it. It, there are a lot of things that I have seen change overnight for people, struggles that they had, that at yeah. the moment they fall on their face and go, Jesus, it's all you, it's none of me, um, that they become a different person overnight. And they, there's literally uh, the Greek word, I forget what it, what, how to say it, but it, it's, uh, it's essentially metamorphosis. When a caterpillar becomes a butterfly, yeah. there's nothing the butterfly can do to become the caterpillar again. It's impossible. There's not yeah. even one documented case of a butterfly undoing its metamorphosis and going back to the larva stage. That is, that is what salvation looks like. Is I used to be this person of like, you know, they say the old me would have punched that guy. Mm -hmm. And now there's nothing you could do to get that guy to the point where he assaults that man because Jesus has changed him from yeah. the inside out. That's yeah. that. That is the difference, I think, between knowledge of God and saving knowledge of God. We have, we know, we acknowledge facts about God, and then there is the knowledge of. Just because I know there's a God, I know there's a Savior. I know that salvation exists. Have I um, grabbed hold of that for myself? Um, and I think there's an awful lot of people that walk under the banner and the title of Christian mm. that are just as unsaved as 
people that sacrifice babies to the devil. Yeah. Um, they, they, they know facts, but facts don't do anything. It would be like me knowing how to block a punch and not having the understanding and the reaction time of actually. Do it. Yeah. And, uh, but the difference is, whereas a Catholic would tell you just to work harder to be being holy, mm-hmm. the message of Jesus is you can never be holy. You can never be righteous. You're a bad person, and I'm a good person. And if you mm-hmm. want to be a good person, you have to stop existing and let me exist in you because you're always going to screw it up, and I'm always going to get it right. And that's a discouraging message for some people, but the encouraging message is you don't have to do anything. Mm-hmm. Um, just and I try to continually, daily remind myself, stay dead. Because if Jacob is alive, he's going to say something rude to his wife. Yeah. Or he's going he's to whatever. Um, but Jesus won't do that. So I like that. I went, on, I went on a rant. But. I like that. I, bet, I like that. It makes sense. It's We've been two hours, Jacob. Time. It has been two hours on the dot. That has been, that was a lot of fun. We're going to have to do That's it again similar. in person. We'll have the studio set up back here. When you coming back to Clarksville? Uh, I, I'm going to go win. Um, yes. PFL what day is fight? your fight? It the... is August 27th, Friday. You can catch it on ESPN. ESPN Plus. Or ESPN, ESPN Plus. So. Right. I will be watching um, it. You said it's in Hollywood? Hollywood, Florida. It's near like Fort Lauderdale, Miami. That oh, Hollywood, Florida. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I was about to say, you said 40 minutes. I'm like, you're in Fort Lauderdale. How the fuck is that 40 minutes? But yeah, no, it's, yeah. uh, I know where it's, it's really at. close to me. So, um, yeah, dude, let's, uh, next time I'm there, I'll get us. Do you drink Starbucks or is that like terrorist coffee? And you won't drink that. I mean, I, I, I thought their Starbucks was very or like uh, devilish. A, like or their logos. Oh, well, they do. We can get into that. I do, uh, I do, uh, Keurig black coffee in a gold mug. That's what I do. Nah, we'll uh, we'll do it. Um, I appreciate you taking the time. I know you're busy. Uh, and as usual, nothing stops. You're always teaching me something. Always listening, wanting to learn. So we'll definitely do it again. Uh, so like I said, I appreciate you sitting down with with us. And uh, yeah, man. We'll uh, we'll catch up next time. All right. All right, man. All right, I appreciate it.